0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yes! Go, Cowboys! This, this is Media Match. A roundtable of Cowboys insiders. Dropping wisdom. And offering sizzling takes. On the current state of your
1: Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs. Cowboys playoff week. Let's ride. James Slater doing selfies. <laughs> Start the show. Good. Tweet it out to your people. How can they follow you on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook? How, how can they get a hold of the Great Jane Slater? Where you at? Where you at? Tell them where you at.
2: At Slater NFL. At Jane Ashley Slater on IG.
3: John Machota. Athletic. What up? What up? Where can they find you? Oh, I'm on Twitter at J O N M A C H O T A. You don't at need all? to. I mean, I'm on the exact same thing on Instagram. So.
1: There you go. Clarence Hill, four-star telegram. How can they find you, man? Clarence Hill Jr. on Twitter and Chill NFL on IG. There you go. I'm merely New he You don't care about me. You care about these fine reporters bringing information to you as it's Cowboys week. They're getting ready to face Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. You all have just left the locker room. So I'll start with you, Captain Jane. Ladies first. What you got?
2: Let's hope the Cowboys do a better job than your TCU horn Frogs against Georgia. Whoa. That was rough.
4: Whoa! The
2: hypnotodes i felt like they macrodosed themselves. Oh, <laughs> they were a little no. out of it. We
5: gonna talk about the NFL? Or? <laughs> she oh, just—she just did. I just
2: decided to start the show messy. <laughs> she it. I chose you. violence she did, today. She just went straight at your neck. Nah, I love TCU. Straight at your neck. It. I hated. I hate. I hated to see it. I did. But I think I think fans should be encouraged. But she wanted you to Sonny be miserable. Bikes. No, no.
1: Yeah, she, she. you know, the other problem is, It's da,
2: It's a David and Goliath game not dissimilar one, from what the national championship was. This, this game one this and
1: this one, man. This one and this one. I said nothing. They just can't. You're laying in the cut. I mean, You're like, laying in the cut. You got a fresh haircut ready hey, to lay in the let's cut. let's be honest.
2: Texas would have gotten demoralized against
5: Georgia. <laughs> I don't know. Last time Texas played Georgia, they did all right.
2: Oh, stop. Stop the drama. (laughs) I mean. Uh, Do you want to talk NFL? We're back. It's too early to derail your show. (laughs) Well, we didn't talk to many people today. I think we were all trying to find Xavier uh, Rhodes, who I keep saying Xavier Woods. I keep thinking it's 2017.
5: Um, Xavier Rhodes will play a full game.
2: Yeah. (laughs) They need help at cornerback. I mean, we've been talking about that for a couple of weeks. I give 100%
1: every, every, every play. You can't be doing it every single play. Come no on. No one
3: can do that. It's just That's impossible. Ridiculous.
1: I'm 75% on third down. guys. Nice. Okay.
3: We had that and we had Tabasco in the eye in the same season. Amazing.
5: There's some things we just won't let go. I'm sorry. You brought brought up Xavier Woods. I'm a great kid, but...
2: Well, it's so funny. I said it on NFL Network today, and then I posted it. And, you know, sometimes when you're talking for a living and you've been doing a bunch of reports and and traveling lately, sometimes you don't know what you say, which is kind of weird. It's almost like you black out when you're talking on air. And I didn't realize what I said. Oh, that never happens to you? I'm sorry. Um, What'd you say? I I called him Xavier Woods as (laughs) as opposed to Xavier Rhodes. And uh, yeah, for a moment, I kind of did like chuckle for a second because, yeah, I got that one wrong. But people were like, wait, they brought back Woods? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. My bad.
1: Oh, that Woods is, that's one of the cowboy all timers. I mean, that along with, um, it's the Rams dude. Oh. No. Yeah. Pac Man Jones. We got to go further than that. And what one do, of my all time What favorite, do voluntary mean? Yeah. What do voluntary mean <laughs> from Darren Hambrick, along with daddy can't pay the bills on 512?
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay, this isn't a Cowboys thing, I don't think. No. But uh, I always think of Clarence, and I know you're not the originator of it, but I always think for who, for what.
5: Oh, for who, for what is one of the greatest quotes ever. Yeah, Ricky,
3: That's
1: Ricky Waters. Waters. Ricky Waters. Press uh, my, two
3: of my favorite <laughs> quotes are for who, for what, and I love me some me. Yeah, yeah, so that
2: was great. J. Ron Curse is pretty good today. I'm you graduated. know what,
3: when when you when you brought that up about like the locker room, I was thinking I'm like, man, there wasn't a lot of like hard hitting, like great, great stuff or anything like that. But I'm interested to hear your guys take on this. This is just the way I felt kind of bouncing around to four or five different players. I just feel like the message was sent to the team. Don't say anything stupid about Tom Brady. Like it was just very like the answers were very down the middle. Like it's about the Buccaneers. It's not just about Tom Brady. Like it's just very like I feel like that message was sent by somebody in the organization, like, hey, don't say anything that's bulletin board material this week about Tom Brady. As much as you might want to, you know, talk a good game or that let's just let's just not do that this week. Don't pull on Ron, old man's cane, okay?
2: But J Ron kind of said when they said he will seven and you know, he's seven to oh no against you guys and he goes, Well, it's twenty twenty three that's all he That's all he said. But it was like you could tell, to your point, he wanted to say right. something, but he didn't. Particularly if you listen to that mic'd Mike, up segment where Mike Evans was like, what's your record against the Cowboys? And Tom knew it, and so everyone's kind of trolling that, that he knew definitively I've had their number the last seven matchups. Well, I mean, and he has. Listen, it, it,
5: listen. the truth is the truth. I mean, you can't remember. Just why I hate when people say, well, you shouldn't taunt them. Well, if you don't want me to taunt you— don't let me get in the end zone, okay? Stop you know, This is a grown man game, grown man sport, okay? And the, Tom Brady is on the Cowboys. Let's just face facts. He is on, he's had success against the Cowboys. But my point, and I've been telling people until I'm blue in the face, if I can turn blue, I don't know, maybe blue, black. Anyway, um, if the Cowboys lose, it won't be about Tom Brady being the boogeyman. It's not about Tom Brady being dominant. It's about the Cowboys cowboying. Again, right. OK, this is not a
3: good Tampa Bay team, Tom Brady or not. Is it arguably, I, I keep saying this, I don't know for sure, but I think it might be Tom Brady's worst team.
5: It, yes, it's, it, there's no question it's his worst team, certainly his worst team in Tampa, but it's his worst team. It's, you look at all the numbers, the they? yes, they had a great game as the Cowboys uh, to open the season. The Cowboys were awful, but the Cowboys' high as this season when they were at their best, it's been much better than what you've seen from Tampa Bay. I mean, you look at his his yards per attempt is down. It's his lowest lowest of his career. I mean, they don't make a lot of big plays. You know, this team is they, the running game is average. You can say what you want about Leonard Fournette. He is not, you know, a, you know, a big time running back anymore. This defense is certainly not what it was that Super Bowl year when they were running. T- Patrick Mahomes back to Kansas City. This is not the same team. So if the Cowboys don't show up, it's because of the Cowboys. The Cowboys have not won a road playoff game since 1992.
3: Other, okay. Other noticeable thing in the locker room <coughs> Jonathan Hankins in there, Leighton Van Der Esch, Tyler Biotish. Uh So they're getting all three of them back at practice this week. And then Bland Ron will, Bland. He so. will play.
5: Yeah, and so you you worry about that. As you
3: could possibly hope to be. Yeah,
5: you worry about the other corner spot. And then, like I said, I was talking to Marcus Lawrence. I asked, you know, Dan Quinn or Mike McCarthy yesterday. And, yes, you're playing Tom Brady. And everybody's talking about the pass rush, the pass rush, the pass rush. I think it's fortuitous that they get to play Tom Brady because he can't move. Yes, he gets the ball off quick. But the problem they've had in getting quarterbacks down the last few weeks because all those quarterbacks were mobile and they can move. And they got home, but they couldn't get them on the ground.
3: Yeah, the but, only thing I'll argue with that, though, is that with Brady, it's, it's generally more when it's the pressure up the middle, and that hasn't been a strength for this Cowboys. No, but, but you can blitz Mike up the middle. You can
5: do some yeah. things. All, all I'm saying is once you get home, and they've gotten home the last few weeks, they just haven't gotten the guy on the ground. Mm. Once you get home, you're going to get the guy on the ground. You know, he's not going to break away and scramble and do some of the things that have given them fits by some of these other quarterbacks the last few weeks.
3: Yeah, like those Texans quarterbacks. that Well, they did. I mean, as you, I mean, you said,
5: like, but the Texans, the Jacksonvilles, all those quarterbacks, Tennessee, They Cowboys got home. They couldn't get the guy on the ground.
2: So I swear of have started deep diving on some of the stuff. Both offensively and defensively. And I was told they're just not rushing as a unit. You know, when you're, when you're, it's particularly, I was told it's the two interior defensive linemen. You need them to push the unit. You need to be moving up three to five steps, and that's not happening as a group. So that's why you're not getting sacks, because this group is not rushing as a unit together. And one of the explanations I was given is it's great that Dan's been rotating a lot of these guys out in the interior. But they're not getting that continuity together and that communication that they essentially need in order to push, push, push the pocket. Well, in games like this, rotation needs to be trimmed
3: down. You well, can't be doing that. You know what you have now. You go out there and you put well, out your best all the time. Well, There's no more saving it for. Let's the, keep guys healthy. The, no, the, this is go time. The,
5: the problem with that theory, and I well, respect it. It's not a
2: theory. It's a, Okay, whatever. Some interesting folks I've spoken to. Uh, about that.
5: The problem with those folks, and you know.
2: <laughs> I love when you. Yeah, he, the, he knows, when knows you're, more than smarter is. than some of the people well, I talk
5: Let me tell to. you about why I know <laughs> more about the people <laughs> in the organization. I know a lot of failed coaches and failed scouts that made mistakes. So just because oh, they're in the organization, God. don't mean they know what they're talking about. But what I'm saying is. Or oh, they can't be wrong. How about that? But the problem with the theory of – <laughs> Skip Hill. Here. No, I mean, it's just the facts. I mean, what – Are coaches, you going to be important coach Was Barry Switzer not wrong on, on, on low left? I mean, come on. You don't have to be a – you know, there's some things that coaches and scouts and everybody make mistakes. No disrespect. Okay, I'm so just why aren't they rushing
2: the passer I'm, better?
5: They don't have any special guys up front. And my point is, the reason they rotate them because they need to keep them fresh. You mean in the middle? In the middle. I'm talking okay. about the middle guys. You front, they, so. i set up fresh. I'm talking about the middle. The okay. middle guys.
3: they got some special guys on the outside. Okay,
5: okay. What I'm, I'm talking about the middle, guys. You were okay. talking about the middle. Okay, I know what you said. Right. I'm talking about – you know what I meant, though. And the bottom line is they don't have any – you can't be a special <laughs> defense where the horse is in the middle. Okay, you don't have any horses in the middle of that defense. So they have to rotate them to keep them fresh so they can be at their best winner on the field. These are not special tackles on this team. That's just point-blank, period. So keep them out there to do what? To get tired? To be worse than what they are? I just I just I just don't buy that. Sorry. Hankins is going to play. <laughs> Again,
1: who is a run stopper, not a pass. We we're talking about the pass rush. Layton Esch is going to play. Tyler Biotis is going to play. Mm-hmm. How do those three players coming back help this club against Tampa John?
3: I'd say with Leighton Van Der Esch, I mean he's a good player, but also I think the communication having people on the same page more often there's just been too many issues on that defense uh for it's not just the Washington game for several weeks now where the continuity just isn't there and 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 they're making mistakes and they're having communication issues that you just wouldn't expect from a team in week 16 17 18 and so I think with the you know he's the guy that wears the green dot on his helmet he's the one that's you know quarterback in the defense that will help there Hankins obviously will help against the run so that's important Um, But to just sit there and think that they're going to add these guys back in and everything's fixed, I think that's asking for a lot.
2: I can speak to Tyler Biotish in the offense because, again, I was—I always try to go up to these players and explain it to me because we can look at the game, we can look at the film, we can look at the stats, and it doesn't always tell the story, right? So I went to to a couple people specifically, and I said, is Tyler Biotish that important to the offensive line? I was told he was, particularly because we talked about this last week. When you lost Tyler Biotish, it necessitated three guys moving – to another position. And with Tyler, he gives you continuity there in terms of communicating and setting the line. And when the run game isn't getting going, what's happening on the other side is I'd gone up to Zeke and Zeke was the one who initially kind of turned me on to this. He said, they're making defensive line shifts and we can't adjust in time. So when the offensive line, who's got three guys that don't have a lot of continuity and the communication that you typically have with these guys, they set and then the defensive line shifts. So it looks like they're going to go through the a gap or the B gap. And then they switch Last minute, And they can't adjust for that. And they said with Washington, Washington's linebackers were running right at you, getting real physical. When you look at Tampa Bay, you've got guys like Devin White and you've got a – oh, who's the other guy? Um, Levante David, who are really, really aggressive. So they said the challenge for the running backs this week is you have to be patient. You've got to sit back because if you're not careful, those guys will swim move on you. And so that's just some of the challenge. They think that when you bring Tyler Biotish back, it allows your line to settle in a little bit. But also adjust a little bit better to some of those defensive line shifts.
1: That's good. I like that. You like that? That's that's good. What you got? You, can you just top what she just did? What she just did? Her, no, she just did the thing. She can top it. She, 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 she that's Dang. great. Zeke has talked about the
5: the line stunts line movement is giving them problems. X is giving them problems all season.
2: And Tampa uh, specifically yeah, it's, is
5: when they know it's giving them problems all season. Um, the dirty little secret is funny because I I, I remember when fans used to trash. Uh, the cornerback, Brown.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And now we miss Brown.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: I remember when people used to trash Talibiotis.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Now all of a sudden, we miss Talibiotis, <laughs> you know. Uh, and, and the other thing is that.
2: Or how about Leighton Van Der uh,
5: Terrence Steele. Uh, all of that. Terrence Steele. Then, is... the, other, the other thing that and I was getting ready to get that, the, the, the other thing that people are not talking about, Tyron Smith is a shell of his former self. You know, you would think that, okay, we lose Terrence Steele, but we get eight-time Pro Bowl Tyron Smith back. I don't care if it's left, right, whatever. Show me the holes that he and Laden and, and, and Zach Martin are making on that side. And one of the strengths of this team before Tyler, uh, uh, Terrence Steele was out was being able to run on that right side because he was a great run, like one of the top run blockers. They're not They're not getting any movement over there. <laughs> and you saw it in the Washington game. I mean – Tyron Smith has not played well since he's been back. Yeah, so I don't Mike,
3: know. I don't know if they have great blocking from their tight ends though. Either. Oh, all that, that. that, but, but they were the really same tight ends were out there too. Of,
5: you know, in the early in the season. Yeah. But I'm just saying that that. that this offensive line, and it's, it's, I think it's a problem in the passing game with, with Dak and some of the interceptions and some things, that they've been a poor pass-blocking unit, but they've been a poor run-blocking unit. You can say for the line shifts, all the other stuff, but they've been a poor run-blocking unit this last four games.
3: And when you mention those guys that are out and how you know, people, oh, now you miss those guys and stuff like that, um, I think that you still, as, as talented as this team is, you still should overcome that and be able to win games, which they've done. The backstretch of the season, they haven't played well. But then that Washington game happens, and it just leaves you questioning everything because you sit there and you say, oh, they miss Anthony Brown right now or Biotish and stuff like that. That's because those are the guys out, and you know it. So to me, that goes, well, geez, how bad would it be if they were without DeMarcus Lawrence or Micah Parsons or Trayvon yeah. Diggs or C.D. Lamb or, or Dak Prescott or Zach Martin, their best offensive lineman, and they have all of those guys. So at some point, it's like – you. Did anybody really think you're going to get through the whole season without having any injuries to anybody? And and to be honest with you when you look across the league like I think this team's pretty healthy, rel- you know, relatively no, speaking. Every won't. team's going to lose Look at players. the
2: Titans. The Titans had nobody no, they, and look how they yeah. look how they were able to put themselves in in a I would say a serviceable position. I think what to your point, I'm with you on the Commanders. The the Tennessee Houston was the first red flag for me. And then when you get to Tennessee and you see Tennessee literally played nobody yeah. and they had a backup but then specifically this last one, it was all three phases. So you couldn't put your – and they were playing for something. And that's what was alarming right. is you were playing for something. Yeah. And I, every I, single phase struggled. And, and, and,
5: but the phase that has set it all up has A been, rap. He wants you to has rap been the run, the, the, the <laughs> offense run game. And that's helped them with the third and the shorts. You go back to the first game against Washington, they run for 64 yards. Second game against Washington, they
1: couldn't run. He rapped. Okay. Clarence Hill. John Sheldon. James a
2: troll, that troll just walked in. Black people, boy, <laughs> I tell
5: you. I, tell I you. mean, what is, what is going on? Meety mask. Take a break. Right.
2: Georgia and the science. I mean,
4: Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savanna. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable, and now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT and T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure, and he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the back.
1: Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas.
6: When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, NA Equal
0: Housing Lender, credit and collateral are subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for bailing, United Ag and Turf, for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com for more. Back,
6: back, back to back.
1: Media Mash. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are heading to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the wild card round of the 2023 NFL playoffs. Come out to Miller Lite. Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium for a free wild card watch party on Monday, January 16th. Cheer on the boys alongside the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and Rowdy. Enjoying lawn games, food trucks, music and more. Gates open at 5.30 p.m. Kickoff is at fifteen. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash and it says 2022 playoffs, but it's 2023, but okay.
2: Don't call on him teacher.
1: It Don't is. call on him. I'm not, He's it raising is. his hand like Sorry. crazy. Don't the call on him. The media mash right here on the DallasCowboys. dot com radio. We got Clarence Hill. We got John Machado. We got Jane Slater. This is the regular. <laughs> this is the regular Wednesday crew. No, we now we bring in. No, is it? So you got to hit the call switch by your leg there. Ooh, yeah. Newy. So, so the, regu- the regular, <laughs> the regular, the regular Tuesday crew decided to come Howdy. in. What, it's your, 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 what's your 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 day next week?
7: Listen, I'm I'm going to let my magnificent colleagues continue with their fantastic analysis as always. Love you guys to death. I just wanted to stop by really quickly on my way out and see how your trip was. <laughs> to, wow, to trip, to wait, where did you go
1: this weekend, New? I don't know. My trip was great. Where'd you go? Show so these pictures of me at Roscoe's. That's a nice hat. Me at Randy's. Me at the National Championship. Where, where'd, you, where'd you go? It was the national championship game where the, who, the first ever Big 12 team to win, to win the playoff game played? was played. Who played? Hey, TCU took on Georgia. Did they take them on? Yes, they did. Did you Did you get any new and, new headwear? And while you while know, you I, I know what brother. I did not go out oh, with any headwear. Exactly. You I didn't went out. I didn't go out there with that. You got there when? You listen, got
2: there. we <laughs> got beat How in the Alamo, <laughs> Alamo Bowl, Clarence. We got to chill.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, <laughs>
5: all, listen. All I mean, we were talking about round, we got in here. I'm just trying to figure out. We literally
2: got beat in the Alamo Bowl. They might as well call it the Texas Bowl at this point.
5: Jane, as somebody said on Twitter. They can't even put a banner up. They didn't win the Big Twelve or the Nets Championship game. What banner can they put up? Oh, I
1: can't Fiesta Bowl verbal Listen, verbal in- in-state rivalries banner. aside, that's the- not a banner.
7: In-state rivalries yeah, aside, no. because uh, we'll see you soon enough. We got you. Um, I just wanted to come you know, in and offer both roses for special season and condolences on man, the funeral roses. service. <laughs> hey, man. All I would tell both.
2: you is you are shady. Wa-
1: watching, <laughs> watching Georgia. So Matt Matt Berry works at ESPN, used to work work with me at Channel 5. Buddies. Yes, the Buddies. We're sitting there, and it's like, dude, they're just different. And so Bill Parcells used to have a great line. He said, big people beat up little people. And I will tell you, I will add to this, watching Georgia TCU. Big people with speed beat up little people with speed. And then eat chicken wings. And and during the game, (laughs) that was
2: disrespectful
1: (laughs) during the game, the disrespect, (laughs) you know what? And then TCU fans are
2: getting rained on because the rain is coming from the outside.
1: I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I was sitting here like, well, he hit 80 because they scored on 10 of the 11 drives. It should have been 72 to zero.
2: I just kept thinking of the sideline reporter for TCU.
1: (laughs) My boy Landry Verdine. What are you seeing
2: down there? Well, not really anything. Back to you. No, well, look, it was <laughs>
7: report from a crime scene. Well, there was a body. It was that. It was that kind of
1: day, man. They were, cops
7: are here. <laughs> it, it was. It was different. Kudos to TC on the special season. Um,
1: it was different, and, I, and, I, and I'll say this: I, Nick, Nick got trouble, he better figure something out here because I don't. I mean, I don't know what Saban gonna do with these guys. I mean,
7: Oh don't get me started on that. Guy. I
1: mean, I was like. Bro, you really wanted to be in the college football play? You better be glad because they would have beat everybody. That day.
7: I mean, they were that I good. Mean, I mean, the thing you could you, you think people, you George can, was good, you people can thank OSU for what happened to y'all.
1: People yes, but and, and
5: Michigan. But people people forget that it was thirty 35 thirty-five thirteen or thirty-five ten over LSU in the championship game. In, in, in the, uh, no, but what, what I mean in, as far game.
7: as SCU is concerned OSU is concerned is they're the ones who knocked some of our teeth out. So if they don't, no, if that game bro. doesn't go the way it goes, then it's not sixty five seven. I still think we take that I game, but it's not sixty five seven.
5: People saying that TCU couldn't measure well as you couldn't measure up is all I'm saying is that a lot of, not many people could measure up when Georgia's at their best this year. That's fair. I still believe TCU belonged in the top four.
2: Are you a big well, college football so. fan, John? Oh, of course, yes. Huh? They, 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 I'm not. Saturday's like my one day.
5: That's because that's because you you got PTSD. Back in the nineties, uh, in the two thousands, you were, you were a college football fan. Your oh, ble- team hasn't won in a while. That's why. Well,
7: and they're not going to win anytime soon. Yeah, On that not- note. Ladies and gentlemen, I bid you adieu. Congratulations. Bye. And go dogs
1: Congratulations. I mean, they take out Stetson, but they bring in the five-star quarterback. I told them, like, that dude's the five-star guy. Yeah, but you know. And that, they just kept on going. Hey, look, look man. Stetson is average, I am telling you right now. You know what? Clem, Clemson okay. replaced that guy with a five-star you quarterback. Can, you he didn't can, do it. You know, no. like I said, if he average, That's wait till they throw the five-star cold. guy out there. But uh, <laughs> look, they're good, man. They're good. Uh, Stetson is average. The beauty. He's average.
5: The beauty of He'll this. He'll be Mr. Irrelevant point. in the draft. But two titles. good, Great college
2: legend. How many? Georgia fans are gonna name their their kids Stetson moving forward. They yeah, can do that. A lot of Stetson babies I don't in know. Georgia.
1: They didn't name them. They didn't name a lot of them Herschel, so you know. Oh,
2: He's shaking me off. Patrick's like, mm, mm, mm.
1: so John. <laughs> I thought what you were doing. There. So John. Yes, thank you, John. Um, <laughs> he just hijacked our show. What does Dak Prescott deal with if we see another interception-filled game and ends in a end playoff loss?
3: A lot That's of criticism, a good question. A lot of people questioning him. I mean, you know, I think Mike McCarthy will take the most heat if they lay an egg in this game. but if Dak is just average or if he is throwing a several picks, then yeah, it's gonna be an all it's gonna be one big off season of questioning the quarterback and uh, questioning how the team changed when he came back from the injury and all this stuff that I frankly don't want to even deal with. <laughs> um, but that is the reality. That's what will happen. And I
1: follow this up with, now this will be the end of the year two of the four-year deal. Right. So this means it'll be going to three with one year left on, and that's normally when agents are trying to start to have a conversation and Todd France will. And, and Stephen Jones
5: acknowledged during the camp that they would start next year. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's when you do start having that conversation because of the salary cap and trying to create cap room to sign other guys. And, and, and so that that's the collateral damage of this. Any thought processes of Dax our guy, we're going to re-sign him to another deal. To, <laughs> to, 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 you, you have to think about how much can I pay this guy if this is the performance we're going to continue to get. So a lot's on the line. There's a lot at stake on Monday night. You know, the legacy of the franchise, certainly the future of Mike McCarthy, Dak, Dak Prescott's own legacy. You know, is this Zeke's last game with the Cowboys? A lot of things are, are on the line here. And I mean, right
3: Dak's at a part in his career where it's no, it, I mean, he's no more the young guy where you're like, well, you know, just got to keep, you know, giving him the experience and keep. No, he's at the stage in his career where, you know, franchise quarterbacks have to be the ones that help elevate the play. They can't be the ones that are, are taking the play down and hurting you. And so, also, like we've talked about many times in this show, you know the whole. You also have to tell me how it goes. Are they are they tips? Yeah, like are they are, Noah Brown picks? Yeah, are they are they you know bobbled passes and, and 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 is he on his game and everything's going great? That's a lot different. But I mean that those back to back throws at Washington are as bad as I've ever seen him. I could not believe that that happened. I thought I thought that that was like that that looked like something like it was a skit from Saturday Night Live. That didn't even look like that it was that was something that could it was even possible happening on back to back throws.
2: And I didn't realize, honestly, how bad they were until Bright. I don't know if you guys ever watch Baldy's breakdowns. They're always really, really good (laughs) if you're kind of a football nerd. But when he broke down uh, some particular plays where you see his vision, you see the open receiver, he shifts the vision, doesn't even hit his guy, and then he takes the sack or he throws the ball away, and you're just, I I find myself, because he says to us at the podium and in the locker room, that they're not getting to him but I'm getting the sense that they yeah. are. You know when yep. when when things keep it's there's one off instances and there's instances where it's not your fault but when you're starting to have games like that it's you feel like he's getting like no, he's it's pressing. It's like the yips yeah, a little bit, yeah. you know. He's,
5: he's pressing. He's also feeling the rush, and he's having yeah. to move a lot. And I think that's that's part of it. And the right. offensive it line. Like there's a jumping. story to that, yeah. He's getting out of there fast. He's not trusting the line. He's, he's moving when he shouldn't doesn't but have. But Baldy move.
2: was showing his protection was good, right? In but some of these situations, it, but, it, but, but it's, it's in, but, in his head. It's
5: in his head. That's what I'm saying. He's pressing. He doesn't trust the line.
2: So let me ask you guys this, because I, you know, I'm curious about this. I feel like Steven Jones and company in recent years are moving off of things quicker than what they used to. I mean, the one thing about this group for a long time was they were very loyal. Remember, it was like we had one of the oldest locker rooms in the league. Like, they just weren't – there was a loyalty to players, which I respect. But I just wonder if they look at the Tony Romo experiment and how many years they kept Tony Romo and how they could have moved off that. And they apply that here with Dak because – not that I'm saying they were questioning Dak during contract negotiations, but they played around with it a little bit in the sense that they didn't try to lock him up as quickly as I think some of us thought that they would. And so I just wonder if they apply the Romo logic to your point. I think context is everything. So I think it, it boils down to how that game is played, how he plays against Tom Brady and the Bucks. But if he has a washington S game, I just wonder if that starts getting – in. Part of their thought process. And instead of having a Cooper Rush in here that's your number two guy, if they start looking for a guy that's pushing him behind, because we've seen that be successful for some franchises, right? Like they've typically avoided a quarterback in here that pushes the franchise guy because they've always said it's a distraction.
3: So I don't look at it from the backup quarterback or even the player standpoint. I look at it from, if it's if it looks Washington-esque, I look at it from an offensive co- coordinator standpoint where, right. you know, this has all been, no, we want to keep telling, we want to keep growing, let's right. keep building this up, where it's like you get to a point where it looks like that again, that's when you start considering, well, maybe we do need to go in another well, direction of, of well, the way well, we're doing Well, he offense. might
2: solve that well, problem for you and just go straight to Carolina.
3: Well, I don't know how you get Carolina gets him the
5: job. And then who do you bring here? Brother, Scott well, Turner? Well, The thing about Dak is in in the Cowboys is 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 a long time Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones watcher. uh, The reason they stay with Tony, the reason they will stay with Dak until they don't, till they have another alternative, they never want to rebuild. Right. Okay. They do not want to be irrelevant. They would rather be eight and eight and have a chance to sell tickets than, 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 than go down to four and 12 and be to Houston, Texas, and be all That's that. That's a great point. So they're not going to, they're going to, what they would do is let, instead of, Negotiating the contract next year, they will wait till the following year, right. to give him a chance to you know to redeem himself, to justify keeping him until they find something else. But they're not going to say we're going to move on because that's just not who they are and what they want with this franchise. They want to be in prime time. They want to you know have all of that. And
2: to your point, that pushes him right yeah. like that. Yeah. Remember, they've said it in yeah. the past, like the carrot. Yeah. What was it for Des? They talked yeah. about dangling the carrot. Yeah.
1: So, based on what you both said and you, John as well, do you use this draft? To select a quarterback.
2: Well, that's kind of what I'm throwing out there. Like, I, mean, I wonder if because remember a, Mike? Mike told us when he came in here the importance of the backup quarterback. Yes, but if you're not at the top didn't flesh of the draft, out with Ben DiNucci. if you're
5: not at the top of the draft, you're you're selecting okay. a you're, you're selecting a quarter to be a backup. You're not selecting somebody to replace that. Right. And,
1: and, and and that's it's you know taking it's a hypothetical. It's I'm taking, just asking it's taking a Brock Purdy or even going down the whole Ron Wolf. Where he was taking a Mark Burnell. He was taking an Aaron Brooks. He was taking a a Battinucci. Yeah. Uh, Listen, and, and did they, not, well, think, the did not – fell into
5: Brock Purdy. They, they, that was not their design. Okay? Do they so, think Will
2: Greer's their guy? Because Will a Greer point. looks good in camp. Yeah, oh. but you
5: hope that. But that's you don't build, say, in case Dak doesn't make it, I got me a Brock Purdy. This, yeah. I, I got Mr. Relevant. That's not how you build. That's not how you think. They have too many other needs to take a quarterback's th- eye. Things would
3: have the, to be very bad Monday night for them to go in that direction.
1: But once again, it's the mindset of what – we saw from Ron Wolf, which is, hey, go get some. Yeah. And even with Kyle Shanahan, I mean, all all the picks you had in, invested in Trey Lance and you still said, look. We'll go take a quarterback.
3: Um, the odds-on favor right now is is what Jane said. would be Will Greer will be the backup next year. I mean, that's the I mean, the favorite.
5: bottom line. And, and, and the bottom line is they could too. take a developmental yes. quarterback, but but they're all those guys. were talking about taking a guy every year to, to develop him. Ben DiNucci. You know, and, that's and, what I'm and saying. Mike
2: that, McCarthy, when he came in here, he said that was his philosophy. So yeah, they could take a quarterback, that but that has nothing position. to do with
5: Dak.
1: It's just the philosophy of we need to take a quarterback and develop a young guy. Okay. Let's take another break. Our final break with Clarence Hill, John Shoda, Jane Slater. I'm Nui This is the Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com Radio.
0: The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf with John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling. United Ag and Turf
6: Back,
1: back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash. Got Clarence Hill, Fort Star-Telegram, John Michonne of The Athletic, Jane Slater of NFL Network, and I kind of feel, John, that these two want to be right. A lot of times <laughs> we ask a I do feel... I you feel think that it's that a you, Longhorn you, thing? Jane, what do we do? It is. We're just is. They, think that
3: they just think they're big brother all the time, and they can just... Talk over We're everybody. Tra- this is Texas, yeah, that kind of. Welcome, thing.
1: yeah. What stars here changes the world?
3: changes,
1: yeah. changes this show every damn yeah. time. Wait, we can't help it. Do you know how sure. smart you have to be sure. to get into Texas? <laughs> <laughs> it's a
2: good. Point. I got in through provisionals, so full disclosure. I went to ACC my first year.
3: Chill went to medical school. My
5: daughter's going to medical school. But anyway, um, <laughs> they're smart like their mama. Would want. Whatever they buy, minimis.
3: Do you think? Do you want her? All to,
5: three of them. I hit three home runs right now.
3: When when huh? when they get done with school, do you think you want them to? Oh, I don't know. Get into this profession and cover the Cowboys. No, they don't. They <laughs> don't want to
5: do it anyway. They don't even follow the team. My daughter, the Cowboys win, they don't care.
3: Now, I wonder if that's if you ruined it for them. No, they just have dad, their own. Dad's always yelling about stuff. They have their own
5: lives. They <laughs> do don't pay fa- attention. <laughs> do your
2: families care about what you do? Like The only thing that my dad ever cares about is he does love the Cowboys. That's the only real team that he follows. And Jory gets it too. Our parent, yeah. our dads, I call it hashtag Cowboys Dad because they get so worked up and so emotional. But when it comes to my day-to-day job, my parents don't watch. They don't care. They yeah,
3: don't watch you on TV? No. Yeah, my parents are... Like, from Detroit, live, still live in uh, Metro Detroit, and they all follow—I mean, they they follow the Cowboys like crazy. It's funny, because I talked about that with Hellman, because Hellman, you know, his parents didn't grow up Cowboys, and he's like, man, my dad reads everything. Like, he knows wants to know everything that's going on. He's following you on Twitter and stuff like that. I never thought it would be like that. But, yeah, my parents know a ton of stuff about the Cowboys that they never would have cared about if I didn't move down here. No.
1: My parents don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I did take my little one with me last week on because they were at, she was out of school, so I took the eleven year old with me as I went around and did some stuff. So did she appreciate what daddy does? Um, she was on her phone playing a game during, a, during the press conference. I
3: and was going kind of, to say, you, did you take her to uh, Patterson's house? Yeah, I did. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was a good interview, by the way. Really, Thank you. really cool. Good work.
1: She did tell me afterwards. She said Miss Kelsey was crying. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, because they were
3: behind me. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was talking to Gary. So she told That's me. That's at his house, right? Yeah. she's like, they got a beautiful house. <laughs> I, I, he, he makes a
5: lot she of She said You're, you're, you're poor man. dad. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all day. You're, you're poor. <laughs> they got a pool. <laughs> they got a view. Hey, you're poor. That is
2: so yeah. much cooler than my mom taking me to. She used to work at UT Southwestern and um, the, what you would call it, uh, home health care division so I would file insurance for her like that was my summer job and that was going to your job is so much cooler than what <laughs> yeah, I was going my
5: kids do not care yeah. I I try to ask my youngest daughter to go to place with me you know she doesn't want to go my oldest daughter we're in D.C. I said you want to go to the game I, I, I can get your pass you go to the game with me how
2: do you get a pass who do I don't, talk to no, stop my dad wants yeah, to come yeah, to
5: Yeah, yeah. let's stuff. back this up okay. when you know the who, point the is bug? I got to do my hair dad I'm going to get my hair done I don't want to go to the the game
2: because she's at Howard, isn't she? Yes, That's I don't awesome. want
5: to go to the game, so yeah, get off my plug, man. Stop it.
2: Did oh, gyra, you try gyra and
3: get her back one time? Remember we were at something? Yeah, but she was
5: really little though. I mean, I mean it seemed like so long ago, but yeah, yeah. yeah she was she was, she was li- really little. And... Were you
2: trying to go out with her and she's like, no, Dad, you cannot come <laughs> out with us at Howard?
3: <laughs> no. Wow. Wow. Time does fly, man. That really does. Thinking about that time, we were at. I think we might have been. I don't know, Top Golf, something like that. But To think that Dak's been that the quarterback, that long, and that she's going to be going to college now—that was twenty
5: sixteen, and it's what's
3: it's twenty it's six seven years. That is crazy. That's. I mean, she was
5: like ten or eleven back then. Because I'm telling
3: you, there is a part of me where I still look at Dak. It's like, you know, there's just so much of his career ahead of him. Blah, blah, blah. And then you look, and you're just like, no, this is the time now. This yep. is the time that he has to. He has to.
1: It's win. probably half. Well, he's probably the halfway point. Yeah, he
3: could, you know, easily. You know, well, unless, half,
1: unless unless he played Tom like Tom
3: Brady.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, what is Jane, the app? Ab- what is the O? <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting I'm sure, cow- I'm
3: sure Cowboys fans really want to hear this. What stat is this now? The playoff one. Uh,
2: this coming from NFL Research Department. Uh, but I saw and hear earlier that the Tom Brady has as many uh, playoff wins as the Cowboys have in their entire franchise history. And,
5: and, and, and it's, what's so crazy is the Cowboys is one of the winningest franchises the in NFL pool. history. Right. But it speaks to the lack of... <laughs> of wins since 1995. Absolutely.
3: Because the playoffs yep. have expanded. They play more games now.
5: Yes, but but you go back, you know, from 60 or – and then they went those all those years in the playoffs and all of, all those winning seasons. They were probably one of the winningest teams. Five Super Bowls, all this stuff. Eight Super Bowls under Lantry. Uh, eight, yeah, eight Super Bowls. Yeah, I mean, and, and to real. now that, that Tom Brady has more wins than the whole franchise, this
2: Brady just has 11 times Lantry. more playoff wins than the Cowboys since 2000. <laughs> Right,
5: I yeah. mean, it's, it's about <laughs> it's now. It's about, what's, it's about what's happened since you know 1995.
2: 14 consecutive playoff experience uh, appearances. Last missed the playoffs in 2008. I mean, that's insane. And, and
5: piggybacking yeah. on that, that's part of the the weight on this team that people on the outside feel. When you know, you know, talking to Dak, and you know, the pressure on this team to win is because of all the failures in years past. Now, this team itself cannot focus on that because they had nothing to do with happen. In 06, 07, whatever else, 1998, 1999, you know, talking to Jerron Curse, you know, he, he talked about today. We, we want to win for this team. You know, we want to start and, and we want to win this playoff game. want to beat Tampa Bay, not celebrate. We want to do it for this team, not because yeah. of all the failures of the past. Well, the but failures you cannot... last
3: year. Oh, yeah, but, and <laughs> for
5: the, but not for all the fi- those right, years of failures of the, of the, this of the past. Is,
3: this, is to me, is not a one-year thing with the Cowboys. No. This is a second year of this group. There's a lot of guys in that locker room that had that bitter taste in their mouth. For this locker
5: room, I'm talking about for the fan base. I'm talking about for the media. For everything that we build up is about the gap and and the failures since 1995. That's heaped on top of last year for this team.
2: Well, and— uh, Mike McCarthy took a little exception to what you said today, but I knew where you're going with it. When <laughs> yes, he, ta- he did. When, he, when you asked him about the players being, what was it, nervous no, those, those last nervous, year? Nervous. Those were his words. And I think all of us sort of jumped on it. Like, your job as a coach is to make sure that your players aren't nervous because exactly. if you're prepared, you, like, I don't know about you guys, but if, when I've done my research before I come in on Wednesdays, I feel prepared. I'm not nervous talking to players that I'm going to say a wrong oppo- opposing player on defense or offense, et cetera. And so, But I think it is keenly aware to him that last year there was a lot of scrutiny about it's one thing to lose in the playoffs. It's another to lose the way that they did. And so I think – and then to your point about Dak, I think a lot of us can look at that and and say Dak's situational awareness in that situation wasn't what you expect from your franchise guy. So that's why – Context is everything. Losing to the Bucks, I don't think, is the end all be all for this team. It's going to be how they lose if they do lose. Yeah, let me. Let but me, what if they win, guys? Yeah,
5: well, yeah. Let me piggyback on that 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 nervousness and and whatever you want to call it, angst, whatever you want to call it. It's all because it's, it's new and fresh. And you know, one thing they said about being back this year is not new, and one thing they feel more confident this year because they went through last year. But I know this. What you know. and, and I'm not a coach. No, you're not. I've been, I've, well, I've been a coach. I've coached, you know, coach you know. And
2: the coaches in the team. front office would like to remind you of that kindly. But,
5: but but, if I feel that my team is has angst, whatever you want to call it, nervous before a playoff game. I'm
2: not telling the media.
5: Well, <laughs> I'm definitely not telling the media, but I'm not letting them walk out of there with that mindset. I am shaking the bowels of that locker room and saying, wake the hell up. Bells whatever you're down, you're, you're in the bowels that? of the
1: stadium so you're how, the go, how do you do that
5: do you i don't know you you bang on you. the walls you grab somebody and shake something up you you you, you bust watermelons whatever that's done you damn Campbell them you you do something we'll but if you I, know, i'm just saying if i given Sunday, but my point it's if, if i if i notice this my point is he he said he noticed it If I noticed it, I'm not letting them walk out like that. That's all I'm saying. I cannot let them walk out knowing that they're nervous or angst or whatever else when the other team is walking out there loosey-goosey with a Boom box. Boom box, and your team is walking out there on eggshells. I, I cannot do that. Well, I, I know, also, but think about be,
2: how they won the week before, heading into that game. I don't know. I think it was probably something he n- noticed in retrospect. I don't know if, like, in the moment, given their win the week before, he against said
5: Lee. he noticed they were nervous. He didn't say in retrospect, but he I'm said saying after
2: that, the fact. Okay,
3: there's just, also something to be said for. While that stood out to me more than anything at the end of the season when that was mentioned, I will also say that they play a lot of games. And much like the talk coming out of this past game about how it was a bad week of practice, trust me, there are plenty of bad weeks of practices, and the team dominates on Sunday, and there's plenty of great weeks of practices, and the team lays lays eggs on Sunday. So there's a part of me that also wonders... Did whatever Mike McCarthy see from that team look like something he had possibly seen from the Packers teams Post, in the past? Exactly. And it didn't It didn't cause a problem. Maybe right. he was like that. I'm just saying yeah. he's been around a lot no, of flat no, teams. There's
5: so. no doubt. But, the same, when, but when you, when when also, you, when you point, admit it to the media, though, we're going to scrutinize and, and I, talk and about I, it. And
2: I honestly I hated that it. for I, I think you blowed it up. I, and I, hate, I honestly hated that for Mike. You your team was nervous? Well, I'm going where you're going. I hated it for Mike because I think all of us have gotten a better sense of who Mike is this off season and then this year. Mm -hmm. because that was one of his parting pressers when he said it, and it was a storyline for a lot of people to question his ability to coach this team. And then then he comes out and he did what he did this year, which is why everyone that keeps talking about this coach safety, he's 12-5 and in a tricky division. You lost a starter at nearly every important position this year, and you're still where you're at.
7: I'm types. just saying,
2: like, Continue. show me a better coach at this point that you'd want to that you'd want to bring in here. I I I, don't,
5: I I I respect Mike. I like Mike. I do like you? the job he's done. Do no, you? I do. I really do. I like the job he's done. I I agree. I think he how he handled the team was great. But we all know Jerry. The bottom line is none of it matters. Jerry if,
2: gave a stay of execution for Jason Garrett for far less for far more years. Jason Garrett.
5: Jason Garrett was in the family photo. Okay, that's two totally different situations. And Mike McCarthy was not here was not brought here to be like Jason Garrett. He was brought here to go further than Jason Garrett. But I think he does not get the same pass as Jason Garrett. And, again, it depends on how the game goes. If they go down and lay an egg, they if they do this, what they did against Washington, it doesn't matter what you did in the regular season. Steven, we've all said this. We all said at the beginning of the season, when we started the show, the only thing that matters about this team is what happens in the playoffs.
2: That's true.
5: We've all said that. So why are we changing that narrative now? It, what happens in the playoffs is how you will judge this team. They've been in the playoffs before. They won the division before. They've been twelve and five before. What are they gonna do now?
2: I hope for Mike that even if if I, <laughs> here I am already predicting a loss, if it is a loss, <laughs> that it's a closely fought game and gives you and gives him a a, a stay here. That's what I'll say. Because I just think...
5: For his family, he, his daughters, he, they, they love it here, for that love. all of that. Here's
2: the other thing I was saying to somebody the other day. For us? Think how many leaks used to come out of that locker room. The leaks that came out of the locker room were typically because players were disgruntled with the coaching staff. How many leakers do you have around this locker room in, in the last two years?
3: Honestly, I don't care about that, win games. But
2: I, but my point is... I'm so is done these, with the
3: whole, like, oh, it's a close locker room, blah, 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 no, win but, games. But, but you can give me 42 okay. cl- clowns, crazy point, as hell, but, but, that you got to worry about in the offseason... If you win games, give me those guys. But, John,
2: my point is is it tells me that the group is buying into what he's selling. Sure.
3: Sure.
5: We won't know until Monday.
3: I just believe that it, that all because I bought I used to buy into that stuff a lot. I mean, there was there was a lot of times with Jason Garrett where I was like, "Man, this is a close team; these guys or whatever," and then they'd go. There, was, and, there
2: were a lot of guys that sing like Mockingbirds. Oh, well,
5: they love Jason,
3: lo-
2: they, oh. they <laughs> Jason Garrett. They
3: love Jason Garrett. They love the coaching staff. I'm just saying, I don't care about that stuff anymore. Give me the most talented guys. Go out there, win win playoff games. Get this team back to a Super Bowl. And I don't. And, and honestly, if that happens, I don't care what goes on in the locker room. You
1: know, I'll be interested to see. If Mike sits down and talks to someone about some of this stuff, you know, just, hey, how do you really feel? Like Pellicero. If he talks to Pelicero, Get it out there. That's what I want to
3: say. But, but what, when, wait, when?
1: About, about, about the whole job. When? But, this week?
3: Yeah. No way. No. no that would be foolish to No, you can't do it.
5: After, yeah. this season. after, after the yeah. season.
3: After the season, sure. after the season
2: yeah. last year, remember? He kind of he made some right I, Rich I felt,
3: in show yeah yeah i felt Absolutely. like he
2: he kind of stood up for himself a little bit right but right. then after, we... the,
3: after the after the after season's fine just yeah. like jerry on the radio okay. that's right now you have to say that it's right not now You're, but after to the season, any,
2: it's not productive to say anything it's not productive to say anything else although i would submit that jerry kind of calling out some of the other players this year cd lamb specifically i think helped <laughs> but i don't think it helps motivate your coach yeah. jane this was fun always
1: fun <laughs> john fun <laughs> clarence hill Thank you, thank you, sir. Thank when you. he's
2: not talking, he's that checked part, out. That part wasn't uh, fun.
1: Whoever Patrick Walker <laughs> is, thank you for crashing the show. <laughs> Enjoy your second championship. I'm East Scruggs, Media Mash. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on DallasCowboys.com radio.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!